Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast. We have a another first time guest, a a part of what I'm gonna what I'm gonna call the local legends series, where we'll have you know Andrew's been on, but now we have Rachel Sadka, and I know that that's how you say your name because I asked you, is it really Sadka? <laughs> and apparently, it is. Rachel, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Jason. And not sad at all, right? Not sad. No, not sad at all. Not uh, today. No, just the car today. That's all yeah. we want. So, Rachel, before we get into talking about your illustrious CrossFit career, uh, we've got to start with a few warm-up questions. And you know this because you listen to the podcast. You're one of the few. Uh, so, Rachel, first of all, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy, crunchy. obviously. Smooth, wimps, babies, I don't know, crunchy. I like that we even, it wasn't enough to give an answer. We've got to also stir, stir something up. Yeah, definitely. One day I'll go back and listen through all what we're up to now, like 68 episodes, and I'll, I'll make a tally, but not today. Let's go for a more CrossFit type question. Would you rather be doing heavy singles or light, but for reps? I think probably light. Probably go light, more reps. Yeah. Any movement spring to mind when I said that? <laughs> still at the stage where I can hardly remember all the movements um but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of snatch lately right a lot of that yeah so light quick snatches versus yeah. a, a heavy pb single snatch okay I like it have you developed any new hobbies during the uh, the brief period of time we've been in lockdown <laughs> this brief year um no, not really. I mean, like everybody else, I've been baking a bit more, cooking a bit more. Um, you know, I've done a bit more piano playing, but that's since childhood, so not really a new hobby. Um, I've been a little bit more... CrossFit was a bit of a saviour, so obviously I'd only just started uh, before, so I've done quite a lot more of that, so you could say I've sort of increased that. And I have a new baby in the kitchen. I have a I have a stand mixer. All right. So you've really got it into the baking then. I've, <laughs> I've done a little bit more and invested. Yeah, I have absolutely invested in baking. Yeah. And I, and I like that the piano thing is a long running thing, because I'll tell you what, if you'd bought that piano behind you just as a <laughs> hobby in lockdown, then I, I'm concerned. Yeah. No, or envious. No. I'm not sure. It's one of the two. <laughs> Final question. And you know what this will be. Who is playing you? in the CrossFit Bath movie? In the CrossFit Bath movie. Um, I think if we're just, you know, if we're going for lookalike, it's gonna have to be Bonnie Langford. I've been compared to her my whole life. In fact, um, one of my son's friends was watching Dancing on Ice one night and called his mum and going, mum, mum, Frank's mum is on TV. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, so probably her. Also, I really want this movie to be a musical. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it should be. I, you know, I'm envisaging a little bit where everyone's working out, but then they suddenly start dancing and singing. You know, Bonnie could cover that. Okay, I'm wondering if we could incorporate an element where perhaps somebody fails a lift and they hit their head with the barbell and then everybody's singing and we just kind of <laughs> have that sort of, it's it's sort of a, that, that it's how we, how we interpret that kind of fog. Yeah. <laughs> Of a concussion <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no musical is complete without concussion surely 
yeah i'm sure we can work it in brilliant well i'm feeling surprisingly warmed up for a morning you know me traditionally i like to train in the evening but hey let's do let's do a morning workout today right so rachel you've already mentioned that you hadn't long started crossfit before the lockdowns hit how long before had you started i started about i don't know the second week of january i think and the lockdown came in in march right it was I can't the end guess. of march it? 23rd of march locked my head so you know a couple of months yeah so i find this fascinating and, I, and I, i'm sure i've said this probably during lockdown one to somebody but i find it fascinating because i definitely feel like during the lockdowns my crossfit has taken dramatic steps back each particularly each lockdown progressively more and more i've been been stepping away from crossfit not because i don't want to do crossfit but just space time having people at home like it's just more challenging uh, but i kind of stick with it and very much with the mentality of well once we're back in the gym you know it'll go back to how it was for all the years i did crossfit before lockdown but to not have that and still sort of stick with it i find yeah, really, really fascinating that people are are able to do that. It clearly reveals more about me than it does them. But um, but how have you found it? then? like, as you said, for example, I'm not super familiar with all the movements still. So that's obviously not really had a chance to change. So how have you found that kind of having to do workouts at home when there's not the coach there to really give you that that feedback or, you know, you're just learning it from a video What's, what's been your CrossFit experience, I suppose? Okay, well, I think I think to do with the first thing about, you know, you've been doing it for years, how do you get into it when you've just started? I think there's beginner's enthusiasm, right? You, you've just started it. You, you don't want to then go, okay, I've just invested in this. I've just started it. I'm kind of getting into it and enjoying it. Am I just going to let that completely go? So, so I think it's more about I've started, I'm going to keep going, um, that mentality. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I have trouble, you know, it's remembering what everything is, is a bit tricky, or all the, you know, it's an HSPU or what's that, you know, all of that. But, but you do pick it up quite quickly. And also on the Zoom coaches, the coaches have been so great. You can stop and, and, you know, I didn't feel embarrassed to go, can I just ask, what's that? Because there's a nice atmosphere at CrossFit and that's true on Zoom. So you don't feel like everyone's irritated with you because you don't know what to do. Um, and I just sort of, I took the view of, well, I don't know what to do. I need to ask. Um, so I just asked a lot. Um, and then, you know, it's great the coaches are watching you. You know, you're not, you're not really quite left to your own devices there. There's someone, you know, I've had a lot of chest up, Rachel, you know, <laughs> this kind of thing going on. Um, yeah. So the coaches but, are clearly watching you. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, my brother-in-law, of course, Andrew is was into it so I could always ask him I don't know quite what to do about this or I'm not doing that quite right ah uh, did you I'm looking at your face and I'm thinking you whoa, didn't whoa, whoa, know whoa, whoa. <laughs> your brother-in-law Andrew now uh, and Andrew has immediately sprung to my mind is that the Andrew Andrew of 74 CrossFit CrossFit boxes worldwide yeah that Andrew all right well then what's the problem you're you're deep within the inner circle of CrossFit bar that's fine <laughs> I am I am. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Look at the connections that we're making here. Interesting. This is not the first time I've had a guest 
reveal to me that like a relative is somebody else at the box and I've never put two and two together. Um, The the problem last time is that they had the same surname and I hadn't worked it out. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's really interesting. I think that the beginner enthusiasm thing, that's very interesting. Uh, And I guess that's been mirrored slightly for all of us really with like the lockdowns, right? Lockdown one, Zoom classes, booming. Lockdown three, Zoom classes, (laughs) why? It's that kind of again it was novel it was different it was like uh hey we've got all this time you know normally I actually have trouble to train every day because of work and other commitments but hey I'm locked at home so I'm gonna just go all in on my training and that you know tires very quickly when you're at lockdown three and the rest of life you've kind of had to now juggle into positions so it's sort of like well actually it's not even that it's that convenient to get on anymore and I don't enjoy it as much and I miss seeing everybody. So yeah, I'm being very negative. The Zoom classes are lovely, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel, I, I, my enthusiasm has, you know, wanes as well. It waxes and wanes. Um, but I, you know, part of what I said for this third lockdown, I said, right, you know, the middle lockdown was my, I've worked out, but I've also eaten a hell of a lot and it's been Christmas. And so new year was a bit, new year, new start, more CrossFit. Um, and so I just set myself a goal, like a physical goal that I'll be at the right weight and I'll be looking how I want to look by the time spring comes around and we're all allowed out. Um, so that's been my motivation like this time around. Very just clever. It. It's clever. You're kind of like putting things out there to be like, well, I'll chase this, this goal for now. And then oh, that goal's gone. All right, let's try this one. It's very smart. I should write this all down. But <laughs> fortunately, I'm recording it all, so I don't need to write it down, but um, I'll have to listen back. <laughs> in the edit uh so it's it's interesting i i i now this is where we'll see i last week i told ollie i had a really good memory this is the test if i'm not wrong right down in lockdown one you posted in the tribe uh i think it was like your first was it a first pull up or push up no, it was have been, might have been a i might have done a, a full press up it's definitely not a pull up yeah there's, there's it, no pull up. so it was and i just remember like i i think you've put, put something kind of like all the benefits of being like really new uh, at CrossFit is, you know, even in lockdown, I can hit like this goal kind of thing. Uh, And I thought that was really interesting because a lot of people had the opposite reaction during lockdown. And it was, "Ah, I'm going to lose my pull-ups. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. And you kind of took another spin on this of, well, I'm so new that I've got this massive checklist of movements I need to tick off. And even though we're locked down, I can still get them. Have you found, though, that that progression is still kind of happening throughout the lockdown? Are you still hitting these goals and and getting new PBs and things? Yeah, actually, to a certain extent. Um, I mean, there's no pull-up coming, despite the hopeful, you know, I've got the bar up in the bedroom door and there's a load of bands there. There's no no pull-ups going to come. But yeah, definitely, have definitely got stronger and better. One of my benchmarks... um, because I'm not super competitive, but I, one of my benchmarks, whenever we were in the box and, you know, deciding, well, what weight am I going to do this move at with a barbell? And I was never quite sure. And it used to be the case that I could do about a quarter of what Andrew could do. Right. So if Andrew was in and I was only doing, I was doing less than a quarter, I knew I was being a bit slack. Um, and if it was too much over a quarter, I knew I wouldn't manage it. So that was my kind of benchmark. And now 
I can do, now I'm usually up around a third. And the other day I did, I don't know, I think with the snatch, I did, I did almost half of what he'd done or something. So, so I can, I'm measuring up and I know that is because he's been doing it for ages. So, you know, he's, he's increasing his weight more slowly than me, especially in lockdown. Um, but that's, so I've, I can see because of that, that I'm, I am getting a bit stronger. And I did in the, in when we were actually allowed back in the box very briefly, I did my first um, box jump. All right. So I'm terrified of box jumping. I'm really short as well. I mean, that's the other thing about Bonnie. She's, she's the same height. She's less than five foot one. I'm, I'm five foot one. So the boxes look terrifying to me. Uh, you know, I just think I'm, I'm going to lose the entirety of my shins if I try this. Um, so that happened. So that was exciting. And a couple of double unders I've managed as well. I'm, I haven't really, really pushed it. It's interesting because I, I also have used Andrew often as a benchmark. <laughs> Probably to equal uh, him, though, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, you, the problem is you're saying he's not training much. At, like, obviously, we're in lockdown. He's training a lot more than me through lockdown. So it used to be like, what weight's he going at? Maybe I should go at the same. And now I'm like, what weight's he going at? What a madman. I'm going to scale that back a little bit. So um, maybe once the box reopens and that, that as well, non-competitive, competitive streak comes out. Uh, we're already in talks about stuff during the open so we'll see <laughs> we'll yeah. see if i can get some motivation there the box jump things i find fascinating because i'm not particularly athletic in you know pre crossfit i didn't really do anything i've never played any kind of sport competitively or anything like that i i don't know why i can jump high there's no real explanation for this but i'm also short as well so for me too, the box is, it seems always to be a little bit taller than everybody else's box. I've never had an issue to do a box jump to the point that I remember literally the, the day one going in, meeting Ollie for the first time and trying out a few things. And we had a box there and he was like, do you want to try a box jump? And I ended up doing, you know, all three sides of the box that you can jump on. So like the, the lowest one, the medium, and then also the, the 32. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know why. This is my one useless skill. That's extraordinary and not useless. It doesn't come up very much in daily life. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know double unders don't as well, but, um, <laughs> but you know, we all snatch our children overhead. So that's very normal, isn't it? Yeah. Very functional. Yeah. <laughs> so you've mentioned not being particularly competitive and we've talked about motivation. And at the moment we have a, slightly competitive motivation being dare I say thrust upon us uh, so this is also knowing that you only you know started CrossFit just before the lockdown I'm pretty safe to assume this is your first CrossFit Open absolutely how are you feeling about the CrossFit Open so far <laughs> confused <laughs> I, still, I still didn't quite understand how it's going to work and what I'm going to do on Friday um, but I signed up for it on the basis that it's points for the team um, and may as well do it rather than not. Um, I, you know, a few people have said, well, you know, you use it each year to, to benchmark yourself. So, so that will be useful and I'm interested in that. I'm just interested in taking part. And my, my overall attitude to all of this is it is better to do a workout than not to do one. 
Well, I think in, in this case, the point is that you are going to do that workout anyway. Like, well, if you train on a Friday. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're doing it because you've signed up for the Open and you can't do it on a Friday, you can do it on a, you know, before Monday or by, by Monday. So you can do it on Monday. But as long as you've done it by Monday, you're fine. But the point is that if you're like, well, I'm not going to sign up for the Open. I'm not doing the Open. But I am going to join the Zoom class on Friday. Guess what? You're doing the Open workout. So yeah enjoy um and, and i guess the reason you're kind of like oh, i'm not sure what it's going to be or i'm not sure how it's going to work or what it's going to do is because actually nobody's sure uh, <laughs> and that is again part of the open is that we just don't know uh so it will be announced the 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 live announcement for for us in the uk would be at one o'clock in the morning of uh of friday morning one o'clock so thursday night so we don't like know anything until then right yeah. <laughs> so it's quite uh, it, and, and it's funny because it could be a you know a 10 minute workout it could be a 20 minute workout like it could have two movements it could have five movements you just don't know uh, but as you said you just you know do it right you, you're in it and at the end of the day for us obviously it's different for the coaches but for us we don't know what the workout's going to be on wednesday and we don't know what the workout's going to be on thursday but it doesn't stop you going and you know, oh, if I can't do a box jump, for example, I'll be doing a box step up or something else. And it's exactly the same with the Open. Uh, and I mean, you know, e even this year, more than ever before, because you've got the RX, the scaled, and then this new foundation level, which we'd never seen before. And then you've got the, at the no equipment version that's going to be quite tough. But, you know, with those four options, pretty sure you can find a workout you can do, right? he yeah. says <laughs> yeah he says dangerously in advance realizing that this will come out on the monday having we've all just seen that first workout <laughs> <laughs> but i'm assuming there's always something you can do uh, so which team are you on i am ben's filthy fit club interesting interesting uh, and so how have you been uh, recruiting points for your team thus far apart from signing up obviously Okay, I've I've done some mobility classes. Uh, I did a run yesterday, which was excruciating. I mean, I used to run quite a lot, and uh, I haven't for a long time, and that was very unpleasant. Um, so I've done that. Um, Friday ward last week. Uh, that's about it, really. I'm not sure that I've accrued many points. But do you feel good in yourself for the things you've done in order to get points? Yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed the mobility. That's and, really interesting. Yeah, and I think that's really the, like, the key, isn't it? Because I, I guess with a, with a lot of the open stuff, um, and this is why I, I swing back now to the not being competitive, because I, I like you, I'm not really competitive. Uh, I think it's easy to not be competitive when you're not very good at competing. I feel like <laughs> that's the trick, right? <laughs> if you know you're never going to win. You just say, well, I'm not competitive. <laughs> so it's easy. Um, but, and I guess there's that idea of people going, well, if I'm not competitive, why bother? Why sign up for the Open? Why do it? You know, I'm not going to win it. Don't worry. Not, you know, of course you're not going to win it. Uh, very few are those that will. But all the things we're doing like, to do it are beneficial. And even, and that's on the kind of the, the global scale for people just signing up for the Open anyway, because probably they're going to, 
drink a little bit less that week because they know they want to get, you know, that might help them get a slightly better score in their open workout, or they're going to think a little bit more carefully about what they eat. But we've kind of blown that up even further locally to, you know, include things like mobility and nutrition and, and all these other elements that whether or not you are getting points for your team probably would have been good to do all of this stuff anyway, right? Yeah, absolutely. Which I suppose now loops back to kind of my last point then on all of that is obviously it's it's been an unusual first year of CrossFit for you because most of it's been at home. But has it have you noticed then change you know, obviously you've you've hit some PBs in certain movements, but in general and your physical kind of health and your well being and how you feel, have you noticed a change during this year of, of CrossFit? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely stronger. You know, I can, I can heave things around that are heavier than I could before. So that I have. I've also, I think it was a real sanity keeper for me, especially first time through and, and, and in this one. Um, I don't sort of, I try not to give myself a choice about, very much choice about whether and when I'm working out. I, I decide I'm doing it and I do it. So um, and that I do think that has really helped is, you know, keeping me sane through the process. What was your, um, where now we start to go into the questions, I'm like, should I ask this? Can I ask? You what can was ask. Your, what was your sort of like fitness regime pre-CrossFit? Were you doing anything or, or nothing or? Uh, yeah, no, I had, I had been just before I actually joined um, for a few months. So, you know, you normally ask people, you know, why did you join CrossFit? You know, how did you get into it? Look at that. Look at that. I said you listen to the podcast. <laughs> I do. I was really expecting that question. Um, and actually, I, I always joke that I joined CrossFit because I was cross. And I was, you know, so my reason for actually joining wasn't I, I want to get fitter really initially. It was I was in a relationship that was making me angry and hitting a wall. <laughs> I, Oh, I need to, you know, I, I need a, I need an outlet for how I feel. And I, I went and did the, I went and did the, you know, your eight classes and I did not enjoy it at all. And I, uh, I, you know, I am, you know, when you talk about what was your fitness regime, that's why I laugh a bit because, you know, I'm a piano teacher and I, I have spent most of my life, you know, doing very quiet, static things playing instruments, sitting down long periods of time. Um, so I didn't really have a fitness regime. And so when I went to the first, first CrossFit, you know, the, I just thought, oh, this is not for me. I mean, I'm, I'm a yoga at most type. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do this. And I, I didn't sign up for it. Um, and I went away for a few months and then then the relationship that had caused me to turn up in the first place ended and I was even angrier <laughs> then I was you know it was not a good time and and so not because it was a fitness regime but because you know you're a bit unhappy you wake up early you go to sleep late everything's out of whack and I would wake up at 4 35 in the morning and go what am I going to do and I I just walked so I would get up I live right near the skyline and I would go and storm around the skyline so I would power around it as fast as my little legs would carry me about four or five times a week. Um, and then I got quite into that. And I, you know, a few days I would do like maybe an 18 mile walk 
and that sort of thing. Um, oh. Yeah, so quite, quite, quite long. I was quite out for quite a few hours, just striding around. Um, but then, you know, Andrew was really always going on about CrossFit. Um, I was friends with Derek. He's, you know, obviously a little bit, dare I say, fanatical. But, you know, that is quite, it's quite inspiring to see people who are really into something and really carrying it out. And I was thinking, you know, why can I never do something? I've, I've, I've got to do something. Sorry about the pinging. Um, and, um, and, and also I was motivated by the fact that I'm getting on and I don't want to be, I don't want to be a decrepit uh, granny and, and a burden to my children. Um, so CrossFit is really the first thing that I have ever joined and stuck at. Now, uh, see, if I'd known you had this answer locked and loaded, I'd have gone down the more traditional route. I'd have asked you that straight away. Been like, how did you find CrossFit? But as soon as you said you knew Andrew, or not you knew Andrew, though he's your brother-in-law, I was yeah. like, well, you know, we all know Andrew won't stop going on about CrossFit. <laughs> he begged to come on the podcast to tell his story. <laughs> I know that's not true, Jason. I know that's not true. <laughs> but... I, and I mean, now now that I know that you knew Derek, I'm amazed. Yeah, what hope was <laughs> Amazed there? that you came. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's he's eight o'clock. I don't know what's the matter with you guys doing it at eight o'clock at night. I, I could never do that. Never, never, never. It's not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not by choice. Yeah. So a few things then I want to unpack from your, your, your story. Uh, experience sounds probably better than story doesn't it? you didn't make it up um, <laughs> one thing I'm surprised now by your answer of a lot of light reps versus a heavy single because I think if you're cross there's nothing more satisfying than you know letting that barbell fall off your back with a heavier weight and really hearing the clang as it hits the floor <laughs> um so I would have thought that you'd be kind of really like, oh, I want to smash these weights. <laughs> well, I think I was too puny. I couldn't, I couldn't really lift anything very heavy. It was, it was that made me feel, you know, it is quite hard when you're surrounded by people. And I was doing a lot of the 7 a.m. classes and like, tough people. And you're surrounded by these. these oh, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't come on here saying how mad people are that train at eight o'clock in the evening. And then talk about going at seven o'clock in the morning. I even did some of the 6am's actually. Oh, I've done it once, one 6am class. There were too many thrusters. <laughs> and it was a it was a partner workout as well. Um, so it was also like not getting a lot of rest in, in between. Um, and I think I was teamed up with former CrossFit Bath member, James Gabb. So we, it was just, oh, it's not, it's not good to feel sick, sick at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. That's not right, is it? <laughs> no, it's not right. But it's not right to have to get up off the sofa at, at eight o'clock at night. See, we're living in a world where I'm on the sofa at eight o'clock at night. That doesn't happen. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, finally, kids are now off to bed. I can, oh, let me run out and do some fitness. That's the, the trick. But I'm also frequenting the, the 10.30 class a lot recently. Uh, since Rochelle restarted at CrossFit Bath, it's a lot easier for us to do like a 9.30 and then a 10.30 and kind of tag with the baby. Uh, so I, I'm I'm a little bit divided between classes at the moment. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, everybody. 
if don't worry 10 30 class i love your class i'll be there very often and don't worry 8 p.m crew i love your class i'll be there often as well <laughs> you'll all see me at some time 6 a.m nah <laughs> <laughs> not so much so i had another question which is a little bit abstract but that's why people listen to this podcast for the hard-hitting questions okay you are a piano teacher now, one thing CrossFit tends to do to people is rip their hands up. <laughs> do you have to kind of be careful uh, and think about like hand care more than your average CrossFitter? Um, maybe a little. I mean, I, what I noticed was, and this, because this isn't really such an, an issue when we're doing the home wads, but a lot of barbell use. And I do, I tighten up here. So I have to do a lot of, see, I don't know what it's called, but when you're on your hands and knees and you put your fingers towards you, yeah. you know, and you need, I do, I try, I do quite a lot of that when we're actually at the box. Um, otherwise I do notice that. Um, generally speaking, I would say I probably have quite strong hands. You know, they're quite, I've got flexible, strong hands probably from piano playing. Um, so I haven't found it too bad. I mean, I don't, I don't, I do hold back if I think that's hurting my fingers or my wrists then I will, I, I do watch it. I'll, I'll ask for something else, but no, I don't think it's not too bad somehow. Just a curiosity. I mean, when am I ever going to ask this question to anybody else? I, know, um, I guess there's probably not that many piano teaching CrossFitters around. I just need to find a hand model and ask them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so I guess that's another, another kind of interesting thing to, to pick up on because I suppose you, like CrossFit has a sort of, it kind of has that image associated with it. And you think of a certain type of person and a certain type of personality as a CrossFitter. Uh, and then I suppose now there's a little bit of change with that because the media that CrossFit HQ is putting out at the moment highlights a lot more of your kind of local, well, these are also CrossFitters. They don't look like the ones that are going to the games, but they're also doing the same movements and the same uh, methodology in order to get their training kind of thing. But saying that you're someone who is kind of uh, softly spoken, quiet, quite uh, stationary almost, because you're saying, you know, I sort of sit still playing music, I stand here. I don't... Taking that and then going into this environment that you would find in a CrossFit box, like, how was that for you? <laughs> um, I mean, it was to some extent the same as it is with anyone. I, th I think everyone feels a little bit intimidated, a little bit, a bit nervous. Um, and and I felt a little bit exposed because I did think I'm I am going to be rubbish and I was you know a burpee oh you know and I was I was always the slowest I was always the one most struggling um and but I'm I am quite a sociable gregarious type um and I suppose in music you know when I was a kid you know you're in big orchestras lots of people it's it's very it can be very social um so I think I just, for me, it was about accepting my limitations, you know, knowing this is not what I normally do. This is out of my comfort zone. And it's not actually, um, to some extent, it's nobody's business how well or badly I do here. <laughs> this is for me. This is, this is absolutely for me. Um, but that said, everybody is really welcoming and everyone is very inclusive and incredibly supportive of you. Um, and, and I really took on board what, what I was told was the ethos of CrossFit. 
It's for everybody. We can make it work for you. Everybody's scaling. Everyone does what they can manage. It's about pushing yourself. And there was actually, there was a really, really early on, quite early on, it must have been early on because it was at the box. There was, there was some workout we did and it, I, I, I did think I was going to die. I was the last in by some margin. I was staggering around. It was outside. It was an outside the box one. And I was staggering around doing like jumps up the steps, up and down and literally stumbling off the edge of the step. I, anyway, everyone was lovely. And I, you know, I don't mind that thing of being lost. Everyone clapped. It was quite funny. You know, I survived it. And the next day in the box, it was a 7am class. And I, and I sort of said in what I, you know, in quite a self-deprecating way, I was saying, oh, that was so bad yesterday. I struggled so much. It was, it was awful. And, and the response was completely not what I expected. The sort of group sort of said, oh God, well done. Really well done. And I thought that's odd. You know, that wasn't what I was, I was kind of saying how bad I was and everyone saying, well, well done for that. Um, and I really sort of held on to that, joining it, that it was about me and it was about trying. It's not about how heavy you lift. I agree. And I slightly disagree just on that final comment, because what I think is interesting is what people like when they see you struggling or like, oh, it, you know, it nearly killed me is it's that idea that you you did push yourself you know so you can you can finish a workout like quite often you'll have a time cap right and you know that ideally you're going to finish near that time cap or you might potentially not finish and you get time capped if you smash that time cap and you have it you know unless you're a, a super athlete and you have gone rx what was on the board and you still smashed it great but you, you know most of us aren't doing that are we we're, we're picking we're looking at andrew we're seeing what did he pick and we're working out how much we should lift <laughs> by comparison we know that that's the method um we'll ask that they can start writing it on the board now <laughs> andrew lifted this much and then you can all the other classes can follow this tried and tested method uh, but the, the idea is if we if we go too light and then we absolutely smash the workout and we finish it and we feel great probably not really done the workout the way it was intended right so I think that idea of oh you know yesterday I did that workout I was so terrible I was like last year and I dragged myself over the line it means that oh good you're pushing yourself like you're doing the workouts you're making them tough you're making them hard versus you know going to the gym and picking up those pink dumbbells that are you know less than a kilo and you're just swinging them around for two hours and not achieving anything right that's kind of the so I, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's not how heavy you lift in the sense of, oh, look at that back squat. You're smashing records. But it is, oh, for you, yeah. that was really heavy. That was good. Like I know I, I saw what you were lifting last week and I see what you're lifting this week. And I know that you've pushed yourself over, you know, past your comfort zone. This is a hard workout. Uh, and you're right. It doesn't matter. Like ultimately, everyone is just happy with that. Right. It doesn't numbers don't really mean anything because it's all relative to the to the individual but what i do like is that i i think that there are probably people hesitant to signing up for crossfit or joining a or even joining a gym in general because they have this mentality that oh i'm not a gym type person i'm not i'm not a sporty athletic strong person i don't belong there um, and actually your example of like being in an orchestra is probably a great one because actually it doesn't mean you're not sociable it's just not your usual 
setting. <laughs> yeah. But but the same like conversational skills apply. It's not like <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got to learn some new words, I suppose, as we've mentioned before. What, what's this HSPU? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah. So I, I mean, should I ask, are you gonna stick with it? Pretty sure you're gonna stick with it. Do, aren't you? Yeah, do you need to ask? No, of course I'm gonna stick. I am definitely gonna stick with it. Is um, you know, I, I am because I want to be. Um, I just want to be fit when I'm older. I, it's, for me, it is all about that. I don't want to be a burden to my kids when I get old and for them to have to look after me. I want to do everything I can to minimize that and, and to feel, you know, to feel strong and to be healthy. So yeah, I absolutely will. And I guess on that, if that is your goal, I suppose, and this is where, you know, this is where HQ should be paying me the big bucks, but like, absolutely then, crossfit's what you need to do isn't it because you could pick another kind of thing to do to stay fit and healthy uh, and it could be you know it, and, it, and it will serve that purpose right so you know i mean the one for some reason that always comes up on the podcast is zumba i don't know why <laughs> God, terrible at zumba that was, that, that was like last week when we were comparing group classes it was like zumba was here but let's take zumba imagine you know you're doing it every every day you're gonna be you're going to be fit. You're going to, you know, have a, a good resting heart rate probably and healthy. But when you think of like the crossover into daily life and that not being a burden on my kids, you don't want to have to phone your, you know, your kids to come over to move something for you. Like, oh, I can't pick this up. Can you move it for me? Or like the burp, you know, we talked about burpees, but burpees is getting up off of the floor. Uh, yeah. you know and I've had phone calls from people where it is such and such has fallen they can't get up can you go and help them to get up uh, and you know if, if you could do a burpee then you can get up obviously if you've fallen and smashed your head open yeah. that's different <laughs> we're not talking about that I'm not going to make them get themselves up in <laughs> even if they're now in a musical but <laughs> but like the skills that you're learning are functional right and that's and I guess that's also where then you're setting those goals becomes really important because even with shacks when we've talked of programming and what we really want to achieve and that we talked about like do you need that insane back squat like how practical is that it's probably not super practical I don't think there's going to be times in your life where you're like well if only I could back squat x amount of weight but it is that can I squat below parallel which means I can then pick this thing up off the floor. Like that's a lot more important, right? So if that is your goal, then I think you have found the right, you know, the right way to, to achieve it. Yeah. And it's, it's also, it's variation as well, because yeah, like you say about the, about the back squat and everything else, it's, it's not kind of standard, but it's, for me, it's about variety. I can't bear repetition. I don't want to know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I never check the wood before I go. I, Oh my gosh! I'll never check the wad before you go. I never, Brave. never. I can't because I would never go. And sometimes they're better than you think, right? Sometimes it looks like hell and it's okay. Sometimes it looks great and it's awful. So I never check. I just want variety. And I also, I also think that CrossFit looks after every aspect of my body, every bit of my body. I don't know enough to think about that. I want someone to tell me, you know. And I want to know if I'm doing this four, five, six times a week that I am looking after every bit of my body. It's all taken care of. That's that, tucked away. Yeah, I mean, I always say it's it's 
it is like getting uh, you know a, a personal trainer right but for, for most of us we can't afford to have a personal trainer looking after every aspect of our of our training but this is a really nice middle ground because while the class isn't tailored specifically to your weaknesses or, or the, the issues you have as you say it is ticking off every aspect and i actually think we often miscalculate what our weaknesses are so we would assume like oh i'm you know i'm not very good at this i need to train this more uh, and it and it's true but potentially there's another area that actually is even worse <laughs> but we don't realize that so having you know having that kind of well okay yeah you're gonna do that but you're also gonna do all of this and, and as you say just let someone else take care of it so it's like another stress relieved right that's yeah. I, I'm still so interested in your cross <laughs> cross for CrossFit um, thing. It, it is interesting. Do you still find it as kind of then a, almost like a deload for your, because I, I guess we still have stress, right? It's dip, yeah. you know, that that relationship or that, that source of stress might not be there anymore or have changed somewhat. But I mean, you, you might turn around and tell me, no, my life is perfect, but I'm going to imagine... <laughs> that you still have stress and, yeah. and issues in your life. Do you yeah. still then feel that CrossFit is your like, is has this provided a new kind of vent that you didn't have before? Yeah, yeah, I really think it has. I, I think it's 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 something that is is sort of, like I said, I'm, I'm always, I always say I'm gonna do it this week. So it's, it's, a, it's something that keeps you going. And I think I've had moments in lockdown where I just thought, oh I can't do this what you know I'm just going to sit here all day because this feels rubbish I'm just going to get through what I've got to get through and then I'm going to watch telly um, and and that and so it's it's good because there's a part of my day which I actually sort of psychologically feel I have to do um that is good for me and it and you feel the endorphins and there are definitely times when you know, I've had, there was one recently where I had um, a lot of stress in an area of my life. I was worried about it. I was having to work a lot around it. Um, and I was frustrated and I was upset <laughs> about this. I said, right, well, it's CrossFit at 10.30. And for that whole hour, I am not thinking about it. I'm just not thinking about it. I'm using my body. I'm getting into a physical place, not a mental one. And I, I think that's just massively beneficial i think that that not thinking about it thing is is somewhat underestimated um i i'm very much with you there i don't i don't think it's so much stress maybe i it might be more anxiety but i'm also somebody who cannot stop thinking uh so even if i'm watching a movie playing a game, doing anything. My brain is constantly running with the other 20 things that I haven't yet done, but I really should have done. Uh, and it actually quite often would rob you of joy from a lot of activities because, you know, it might be really interesting to sit down and watch this movie. I'm really happy to, to spend some time with my family and to do this. But I feel somehow guilty because I constantly thinking about all the other jobs that I should have got done and I haven't got done yet. And, and that the only time this doesn't happen is when I'm doing CrossFit because all I can think is, eight more reps seven more reps <laughs> and then then the math starts causing me trouble as always but you're just literally thinking like what's the next thing what's the next bit don't die don't die keep going don't die and as horrible as that might sound to somebody who's not in the crossfit world it's like so nice to just have an hour where your brain has switched off from all of that and you're just focused on 
getting through the next movement, getting through the next piece, uh, doing the next X amount of reps. So I am 100% with you on, on that. And I do think that it's it's not just the physical side of like, oh, I'm picking up a heavy weight and I'm putting it down. It's a lot of that mental just switching off, which mm-hmm. is um, which is great. So if anyone is listening to this who hasn't started CrossFit yet, maybe they're a friend of Rachel's and they've just come on to, because they're like, oh, she's always going on about this new CrossFit thing that she does. <laughs> she won't stop talking about it. She's a true CrossFitter. <laughs> Maybe they've come to listen to this. I think we've put out a very positive argument for why they should all start CrossFit. Um, And hey, if they start it today, they could even sign up for the Open. They could. The most novice person at the Open. (laughs) There's still time. There's still time. As of this being released, it's the last day that you can sign up, um, I think. Pretty sure you can't sign up during the Open anymore. But I'm not 100% sure. I might have to edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it in. Who cares? Who's going to fact check me? Nobody. Very good. Well, Rachel, it's been really nice chatting um, because I guess as well, as somebody who started CrossFit just before we ended being allowed to stand around and talk to each other, uh, we haven't had a chance to really have a chat about your CrossFit experience. So it's um, that's sort of part of the the purpose of, of these podcasts and, and particularly of getting on different members of the gym is just to have an opportunity to to share your experience have you set yourself any goals for when you get back in the physical box apart because i know your overall goal is health and don't you know not being a burden on your children and or anybody else and making sure that you can outlift andy i know these are sorry andrew i know these are (laughs) other important goals but have you got any little like a movement you really want to achieve or something that you were close to getting before we stopped being allowed to be in the box. I don't know. I've got, yeah, I've got, so when I first joined, I, I had a, a list for the first year that I wanted to achieve and I didn't, I didn't manage it. It's <laughs> almost say. like that list didn't include the fact that there was going to be a global pandemic. I know, it's funny that I was lacking foresight. Um, but I did, I, on it was a pull up, one single pull up was on it. On it was a box jump. Um, on it was a double under. So it was very, I didn't set it hard because I knew if I set it hard, that's the non-competitive bit of me. If I set it hard, I'll be really put off. If I have to compete with someone, I'll be really put off. It's, I just want to do it for me. So it was very, it was quite easy goals. I think a, a press up might have been on there as well. Like one of these movements. So I've done some of that. So I guess going back this time, I would like to regularly do box jumps instead of step ups. I'm doing this as I talk to you. I'm, I'm, I, could get, I could set myself some two tough targets here. Um, and to regularly do double unders, not singles. Yeah. And maybe that, that one pull up can't be too many years away, right? I keep trying. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know, because it's again, I, I, as much as I always say, like, I'm not athletic, I'm not sporty, I didn't do anything before CrossFit, I could always do pull-ups. So it's, I've never had to come in and learn to do a pull-up. That um, is sickening. That is sickening. But I'm very light. I'm very small. That's that's always yeah, been... Me too. Me yeah. too. And I'm, and I'm like a, I'm like half an inch off the, <laughs> off the ground. I, yeah. You know. So you've got to jump up higher to get to the bar. So there's probably more, you know, the air's thinner up there. There's a lot of elements that you're not used to. <laughs> To, to encountering but I so I, it's one of the few things where I can't be like oh yeah I know how that felt when I finally got it 
kind of thing because I just it's just one of those things that from when I was a kid I could do and I kind of I guess I just did them enough during my life somehow (laughs) that I never lost them Uh, I have gained weight while doing CrossFit positive weight yeah. I, I, I don't want to say muscle because there's no way it's all muscle, but <laughs> some of it might be. Um, but I've, yeah, I've gained like 10 kilos from when I started from that was my weight kind of fixed for 10 years. And then in the time I've done CrossFit, I've put on about 10 kilos, which is great for cleans and dumbbell movements and things like that has made uh, pull ups and handstand push ups and all of those things a little bit more difficult. Yeah but I've still got them. It's fine. But I don't see why you couldn't get one. I feel like you're determined, <laughs> you're motivated. You've got the bar somewhere in your house. You've already said this. So uh, get on that. I, I expect to see you knocking them out in the next open. Uh, oh, no. Multiple chest of our pull-ups. <laughs> butterflying them out. Oh, for reps. No. That's what I want to see. But I think the, I like the idea that your goal is to, to kind of, I want to say master these movements but be like okay I, I my initial goal was one like get a this a that and now it's a be kind of more consistent in in doing those um and i i, I heard some advice once that was like scale reps not rom so not the range of movement uh, or kind of the standard so it's like if if the target is i don't know 50 double unders and you've got the option, oh, I'll do 50 double unders or do 100 single skips. You're actually probably better off doing like 30 double unders and not doing single skips because you're never going to get better at those double unders if you keep just doing singles. So it's sort of adjusting the workout in that way, saying, well, like, instead of, you know, I'll do less because it's going to take me as long to get those 30 double unders as that person to get their 50. But at least I'm doing that movement and I'm getting better at it. And I suppose it's the same with the box jumps. You say like, oh, I'll do less box jumps, but I'll do box jumps versus doing step ups that aren't helping me get better at my box jumps. So, but then I'm not a coach. So what do I know? <laughs> well, you're pretty experienced, right? Uh, I'm not even sure if I'm pretty experienced. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a microphone and it makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about. I see. <laughs> That's the trick. You've got to find your niche within the CrossFit box. Yeah, they, they don't need a piano player. That's my problem. <laughs> Maybe we do. That would be good. I'd like it. It'd be change up the uh, the music at the box now and again. <laughs> we can have a Friday Night Lights where Badders comes in and DJs, and then we can have the following week some live piano music while we while we yeah, do our workouts. Classical. I really think that there is nothing, absolutely nothing worse to work, work out to than classical music. It is the most demotivating music that exists. It happens occasionally that it'll something will ping up. I'll be about to start a workout and I'll get on Spotify and something classical comes up. Well, that would be better than some of it. I'm desperately trying to get it off because it, it just, it, it's just hopeless for working out too. Hopeless. Uh, you're talking to someone who works out listening to podcasts. So do people oh, speak? Wow, do you? Yes. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on record as I I just I mean this will hurt you now. I'm so sorry, but I don't listen to music. Gosh. It's only the other day my son said to me, Do you know, Mum, I was speaking to someone who said that they're just not into music. They don't listen to music. How can this be? Now, I think the difference is though, like now now we're like 
what I mean, podcasts are very readily available now and everybody's got smartphones and that. But for me, when I was growing up, you didn't get podcasts. <laughs> you couldn't just like, oh, I'm going to go listen to a podcast. So if you didn't really listen to music, you had like what? Radio 4? <laughs> that was the other option. <laughs> Life of discussion, a little bit of chat <laughs> once in a while. So uh, I was doomed. But now, yeah, just pick a podcast, put that on, go for my 10K. Brilliant. That is impressive in my view. You, you do just, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you have to be careful what you select to listen to when you're under a barbell because I, I quite like comedy podcasts. Like even if it's like a historical podcast or a scientific podcast, whatever it is, there will always be the comedy ones where it's hosted by funny people and there's stuff going on. And yeah, when you are at the bottom of a squat and somebody says something that really wants to make you, you laugh, it's um, it's not the safest place to be. So <laughs> no. my final word of warning. <laughs> sound, sound. I'll, I'll observe that next time I decide to listen to words to work out to Jason. <laughs> it's very much... You know what? Some people listen to this when they run. I've heard that before. I've done. I have. I listen to it on my. You've walk. said that. You've said. So yes. Yeah. yeah. On a on a long walk, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. And, and and why not? While we're talking about podcasts, everybody run over and listen to my other podcast, Plate Stack Chat. We we need your help. So head on over there. That's not like this. It's a lot sillier. Not quite, but it's a lot more lighthearted. Not this serious discussion with Rachel about her budding CrossFit career. Well, thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. I've actually learned a lot about you, which uh, things I didn't know um, and still can't quite get over the fact that Andrew is somehow involved again on this podcast. This is... <laughs> He's the linchpin. He's the linchpin of Bath CrossFit. He is, he is. And he hasn't even been doing it that long. Uh, so, I mean, talk about showing up and pushing people over and making yourself known. <laughs> unbelievable all right well thank you very much rachel thank you everybody for listening uh hopefully this will be a more regular thing where we'll be having more and more members from the box on to share their experience so if that's you and you want to be on the podcast great get in touch if that's you and you don't really want to be on the podcast just wait i'll get in touch and uh <laughs> and we'll bring you on so thank you rachel thank you everyone hope you all had a great open workout as we're now technically in the open so that's was really good right and ooh, couldn't believe that that was the first workout oh that was tough just guessing uh, <laughs> no idea what it's going to be uh, all right brilliant thank you everyone and we'll see you all next week <laughs>